Hello and welcome to the No Cell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we're all getting tested. For? I don't know. HIV? Great Got American it. Bash and Fighter Fest. Like, like SAT? If you want. All right. Pop quiz. If you go get your name right, you're you're losing I 500 need, I points. Need a, I need a better score. So uh, we got COVID stuff to talk about. We got some wrestlers being released. Uh, we have a statement from uh, local talent. Uh, we have the American Bash for the next two weeks with Fighter Fest for the next two weeks for AW because hey, WWE's trying to stick it to them by bringing back the American Bash. Uh, we get TV and stick it to them. We have our fantasy booking this week. I believe it's myself versus I guess Devin, Devin? the okay. Wad, and then uh, our bracket for the greatest heavyweight champion of all time uh, has I think round one is wrapped up. Round one is wrapped up. So we're gonna find out who uh, moved on in the final four out of the Hogan bracket. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. But first, let me introduce you to your no so crew. First billing. You know, this man is one thing and one thing only. He's a good brother. The Human Wrestling Database. Corey Mack. Brother me softly. On to access I go. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, <laughs> you got like two weeks, right? There to uh, access? Uh, uh, we'll see what happens. You, okay. know, we, you know, card subjects to change. Uh, According to all the sheets, is it confirmed? Well, <laughs> you know. When, when were they ever right? <sighs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, we have uh, Devin Ogre. Real name, no gimmick. We have the no so living legend, Mike Booble. What's happening, Marks? And I'm your host, Joe Lussell. That's right. So, Dougie's been trying to keep it quiet, aka Vince McMahon doesn't believe in being sick or this COVID. And uh, last week, it fucking broke out more. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, it was an NXT trainee. Oh, we're going to have this. Two weeks ago, they announced it was an NXT trainee. And then the following week, it became about over two dozen. But if we're going to be responsible in any way in this, we can't say that it, it, it's gotten worse, as they didn't start doing tests until then. It's been it worse. It could have been the cesspool from March on. As Nobody the- knows. As the coward in chief said, if you don't test, there are no positive cases. Yeah, exactly. And we all know so the don't coward in chief and uh, Vinny are hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, last week, uh, about thirty plus people came, uh, were tested and were positive. They're not saying who. Dodie doesn't want them to be told. Uh, don't want them out. Doesn't want anybody to say, they, "Hey, I test positive." They La- were mad at Renee Young last week. Renee Young, so I tested. Positive. I called that. Thank yeah. you. Oh, big Thank fucking you. whoop. Ooh, you got one right, pal. Uh, That's all I need. We got that then. Uh, what do you think of the reports? And no. I completely believe them. That not a single high up official has reached out to Renee Young. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% sure. I, I Don't doubt it. That. I completely believe that. High officials are not talking to her. That's the thing she cares. <laughs> she probably doesn't. Like, whatever. Uh, because her husband's somewhere else, and she's got all the talent in the world to do like real work. Because last yeah. week, uh, Tony Khan came out last Wednesday to be like, hey, uh, John Moxley won't be on the show because he came in contact with somebody that might have, have it. And then literally <laughs> later that night, Probably she's like, I contact. have it. So in all fairness, Tony Khan's the one who broke it. Yeah. Because it didn't take a genius to put one and one together. Yeah, as soon as that's because what I said, was as soon as he was and Roman Reigns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because him and... Uh, who was the other one? It was QT uh, Marshall. QT Marshall. Who came into contact with somebody outside of wrestling. So. With it. And like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take my victory lap here. 
they, they both should probably not be running, but there's reasons they're running. But at least AEW's been doing the actual testing. Yeah. For all, for a long while now. Um, so and, and they're handling it well when they do find things. You know what I mean? So it's not just QT Marshall that wasn't allowed to show up, but all the all the job guys that they've been using who are from his training camp mm-hmm. weren't allowed to be there either. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're handling it the right way. I wish, God, I wish I could say the same thing about any aspect of what WWE is doing. Jesus, they find new way. You know, you know what they've done uh, through all this? They're booking. They're they're actually booking and getting ready to do live shows again. Yeah, even with are. all this happening, they well, they're planning for no states will allow it. So have fun with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Noble came out and said he had it. I guess it's okay for the agents to come out and say. And that. Um, Pierce, he he said it on his birthday. Yeah, it's like yeah, what a what a birthday present. What a, what a gift. But yeah, yeah they yeah, yeah. Uh, Doty are trying to put the kibosh that hey they have it under control. When they don't, no, they haven't had it. They have had they haven't had it since day one. Can you get Ric Flair off TV, please? People, the last person in the world who needs to be working. yeah exactly seventy two year what is he 71? 72? 72 year old with fucking health issues and who almost died of a heart issue like two years ago. Yeah, and they say heart issues is one of the leading causes. Let's to... have him be front and center at all those tapings. Woo! Jesus Christ. So Charles getting too much shine. <laughs> She's gone. WWE has that going on with COVID. AW slightly does. Impact is losing people left and right. Later. That's all right. They're going to gain a lot of people in the middle of July. <laughs> yes, they are. As, uh, <laughs> last week, uh, Mike Elgin has been fired. Jerry Ryan's been fired. Uh, the Dave other Christ. Dave Chris has been fired. And then Tessa Blanchard. Out of nowhere, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, they were stripping over the top. Well, you know what happened? Did you ahead. find out what happened happened? No. She didn't tape a promo, did she? She refused to come in the last two times because she's in Mexico and she was concerned that she wouldn't be let back in and they're planning a wedding, her and her fiancé. So I, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, however, all they wanted this time was for her to send in promos shot on her camera. Mm-hmm. And they would edit them to make it look like Josh Matthews was doing an interview. She saw other stuff on her camera. And she didn't, <laughs> she didn't do it. Audiobook. She just didn't do it. And her contract was up at the end of June anyway, so they were like, you know, let's just take the... She's not coming back. Fuck her. She's fired. Take the title back. Um, well, you know what? I really thought they would get at least the smallest bit of like scrutiny about a woman champion. It might as well never happen. Like, I don't... Re- that was a total the, fart. The funny like, thing is about her being champion, <laughs> to be honest... I didn't hear a damn thing about it. Well, it's because, I, I mean, timing is an issue. Timing sucks. She did win it in January, and then at the end of February, everything shut down. Yeah. So, but like, so she's gone six months. How TNA is it, by the way, that they should have, she should have won in October, didn't they? Fucked that up. Mm-hmm. They finally gave it to her, and then typical TNA fashion, the world shut down, so they couldn't capitalize on it, and now they fired her. Yep. <laughs> She'll always have that a That is at the AGW. most impact title reign in the history of impact. It is. You can't, you can't even argue it. <laughs> It's it's total impact. Um, <laughs> yes, it's, and yet they're still alive somehow. <laughs> yet they're still on television. Oh no! Somehow, if you want to look and then take it, we're we're talking in terms of their business. Okay, yeah. so let's let's you know pump the brakes. But if you're just looking at business mobility in professional wrestling in 2020, they're doing the best in North America. 
crazy. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> but now, hey, you know, Vince got 117 their, million. So. It's relative to their business, mind you. Ugh. But they are by far looking the best and strongest. But Vince out is of profiting. Oh yeah, no, he's huge. 117 million. Yeah, like I said, it's relative. It's relative to the business. So oh, keep that in mind. What'd you say? 117? Vince got 117 million out of all of this so yep. far. It's typical business. Yeah. Uh, they, so they, but as I was gonna say, the impact the Good Brothers yeah. are looking to. Uh, uh, you know, I've negotiations have not been easy. Mm-hmm. Don Callis is a fickle bastard, but I'm doing what I can. Do um, you do you like the move going to Impact? I do because they one, get the Japan dates. They do get to do in Japan when that becomes a thing, mm-hmm. travel. So it doesn't cost them New Japan, which is their ideal home, yeah. which we all knew. And AEW isn't a fit form right now. They have too many tag teams. They're not going to pay the money, and they're with losing Elgin and losing Tessa and being a. Being on access, Anthem is spending a little money. Not a lot of money. Right. But they're going to pay to get these guys. And it's not just the Good Brothers. Um, Heath Miller? Heath Slater. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't take a genius to figure out he's coming in. Rohit I, Raju. I saw that, and I was like, Heath Miller? Like it's like a fart? You know, like, yeah. oh, oh, he's going to save the company. Well, no, but see, it's not about saving the company. It's about, I know that, but it's I'm about just getting saying. fresh new faces in that area. And that is much needed. Um, Rohit Raju is doing a thing where he wants a tag team partner and he tried to get R- Rhino and Rhino just offhandedly just without even trying to make a play for it said I've already got a tag team partner and he's got kids <laughs> so I was like doesn't take a genius to figure yeah. out Heath's on his way they've been doing that the whole yeah. since the release they did a video of yep. uh, this wrestling company has released all yeah. these people and they've been showing well, everybody that's their pay-per-view yeah. commercial um, EC3 and Eric Young are almost certainly coming back so I mean they're getting five or six and I wouldn't be surprised if Canellis yeah. uh, comes back. So, and, but you know what? That's that's a good move. Um, Impact needed badly an injection of new blood. They have a talented core, a roster. The only problem is they've all been around for a couple years, so they were getting stale. So the best thing that could have happened to them are losing Tessa and Elgin and bringing all these guys in. It's who gotta have freshen up? Who have everything. name recognition? So people, yeah, exactly. Some people will watch them. It's, I mean, it's it's really good for them. I hope it helps their business. We'll see. It, it almost doesn't matter. This company can't die. It's, it's fucking yeah, awesome. It's unkillable. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is the flea of the pro wrestling. <laughs> right? They're the, the flea of the shit. Like, it's just there There were times where it did die. Yeah. And it just kept going. We, yeah, I it remember. Like, <laughs> it was buried six feet deep. Like, they weren't even on television. They were like, that's fine. Jeff, <laughs> Mack, about it. I, I think Jeff was here still. <laughs> yeah. That impact was like... Literally doing their. I think you guys led a eulogy. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we almost, almost bought Bound for Glory because yeah. it was like, this is the last show. This guys. is the last show. This is it. And then all and of a sudden. And then you were like, nah, <laughs> I can't do it. Then they were on next week. Corey, Corey was hesitant. Corey was hesitant, but like, he's like, this is the final pay per view. I think. When was yeah. this? Like 20... 2015. 2015. Yeah. It was supposed to just. It was supposed to die. It was dead in the water. It was dead in the water, <laughs> and like the rumors were, WWE's going to get the the uh, the, the, right, library, the right the, the library. Lights. That's it. That was what they're going to get. And then out of nowhere, it just kept going. It's hilarious. It cannot dude. die. It's so funny. No That's one crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ. This so. would not shock, by the way, if like. Thirty years on the line, it came. I was like, Vince was just giving them enough money to stay afloat because it was. It Vince was is the money man. It was hilarious to him. Vin, Vince thinks Impact is ECW. He actually owns Anthem. He would only give money when it was dying. When I like, like, like we literally can't make payroll next week. He's like, you know how Paul, okay. you know, I decided that you know how Paul would be like, Paul Heyman would be calling Vince like, yeah, we need a little. They wouldn't even call Vince. He would just be like, 
Are you guys dead? Here's a million bucks. <laughs> I runs I, it for eight months. I think <laughs> I think Vince, Vince is the money mark for impact. Like they have yep. catering, it's top ramen, and you gotta bring your own Tupperware. Shane, <laughs> Shane tried to buy TNA like in yeah. the mid two thousands. Really? Yeah. yeah. He uh, under also his the UFC. Dad, yeah. He he tried to buy both UFC and uh TNA yeah. while working for WWE. Like, Dad, we should buy these. At the time. It's when UFC was ice cold. Yeah, they they could have bought it fucking cheap. Yeah. It was before the Fertitas. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Shane like almost had it done. Almost had it. And then he almost had TNA done too. But Dixie Carter's a dumb bitch. And oh. Or Jeff Jarrett. No, it was Dixie Carter. <laughs> Jarrett always wins. Well, he by, the did, way, by the way, I was saying he's going to court, today. right? Yeah. yeah, the court the, the court case started today about him versus Impact. Jesus Christ, he's going to win. Hundred wow. percent, he's going to win. They, they erased. They erased his his shit. They, the Global Force Wrestling Master Tapes. They erased them uh, from from existence. Yes, uh, Jeff Jarrett. No, no, the Impact did. Oh, Impact, really? Impact they were, did. They were supposed to merge. Yep. And they had the videotapes. And then he left, and it went sour. And they erased him, claiming they needed to use those like hard drives again. He's like, no. So he's so gonna, now, yeah, he's doing them. He's they, doing they, they exist. I have them on Blu-ray. Yep, they'll get them back. Have you, have have you messaged him? Have you talked yeah. to him? Yeah. Hey, Jared, hey, I, I got need, copies. Bro. I need to talk to WWE. I'm like, I've got it. So if you need it, it's pristine <laughs> quality. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> you, should, you should DM him on Twitter. Yeah, you like, hey, hundred percent should DM him. You on should do it. You should do it. Hey, listen, I got all of a sudden Corey's in the courtroom. And our special I'm a talking guest. piece on the twenty four pieces. <laughs> oh, they do a twenty four on the on Corey Mack. You're talking head. <laughs> yeah. No, they just uh, period. Like, no, he, they're doing he, the twenty four on Jarrett. Yeah, so I contact. Him. <laughs> I found him on. I I am a big wrestling fan, and that's I hilarious. Uh, found that's a collector I, that had all Global Force. That's after I get me and Joe Jobs uh, working on the network, Hell archiving yeah. the shit, and fixing yeah. everything. That's yeah. just what we do now. But uh, Corey's just going to be one of the guys like. Like the camera pans, like what the hell is he doing on I'll there? I'll be more believable than the Miz. Oh, yeah. yeah, remember? Oh, I, I, I loved watching Brutus the Barber. Be- no, you didn't. No, Fuck. You, didn't. Fuck you don't even. Or uh, kill yourself. Or, or you know, or can we compare to the greatest Yankee of all time when yeah. Alex Rodriguez? When when Hogan ran wild with that orange and yellow. You know what? I can think of <laughs> nothing more fitting than the fact that that douchebag A Rod is trying to buy the Mets. Let him orange and yellow. <laughs> the yeah, orange. About the Marlins. Jeter beat him to it. So just he let did. It. So. Second grade, thank you both. Thank you, Ryan. And the Mets, that's a marriage made in heaven. Third. Just fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> so, right Impact is surviving barely. And you can't even say barely. They just they are. They're, they're, they're surviving. surviving. They're they surviving. are. They, well, they, are. They, they have they have earned the right to get rid of the barely. They're at the bottom yeah, of the they're ocean. Out barely. They're out barely at this stage. Okay, yep. got it. They're okay. at the bottom of the ocean, but they have unlimited oxygen. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think Impact Plus has helped them a little bit. Probably. Like so, I said I, I late. Uh, I went to Vegas in January. They were literally had it on one of the TVs literally? in the casino. Look. Literally, literally <laughs> had it in a casino. They had Impact Plus on at like ten o'clock in the morning. I was like, "That's awesome." Is that Jeff? Huh? That's awesome. watching Impact. That's All awesome. Right. Yeah. I guess I'm doing this. So, AEW <laughs> uh, announced that I was not the only one watching. By the way, there was there oh, was yeah. a few of us like. That's awesome. AEW <laughs> announced a couple weeks ago that these upcoming two weeks, yep. the July first and following week, July eighth, will be Fighter Fest since. We can't kill the shows. They can't do any with audience. They decide, hey, last year we did this pay-per-view kind of thing. We'll do it in two weeks. And then WWE uh, heard about that. And, and so they went, you know what? 
They won one week of ratings, and you know what? We're gonna bring back the Great American Bash, but no one was asking for. Yep. So then they <laughs> then they announced it, right? Except for that dude over on AEW, his daddy came up with the Great American Bash, and if we have that name for our shows, uh, that's a dig at him. Uh, and then so they announced yeah. it announced <laughs> it last week, and then after it was announced, and NXT went off the air, then it came out. Oh yeah, it's two weeks by the way. Yeah, just coincidentally. Coincidentally, it just happens to be ten nights. And then according this, to him, it was planned months in advance. Sure. And then this week, uh, I, I think forgot, today I forgot to announce it. And then today they announced that uh, the uh, Great American Bash will be uh, limited commercials. That's because they won last week. Yep. They're like, ooh, you know what? Let's try to double up. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them. It's a good business. So, um, uh, I believe the uh, Devin. I do have the cards. He has I think the they're cards. fooling themselves, by the way. Uh, we're going to mark on no sell? Thought we were doing yeah. I think we are. Let's, uh, let's do uh, Fighter Fest. They announced well, it good, first. Because I have that open. Um, right. Night one, July 1st. We have a private party with Matt Hardy uh, going uh, against Santana and Ortiz in a tag team match. If you hadn't said Matt Hardy. Well, okay. Here's what, here's what, what they're doing. I kind of like what he's Hardy. doing here. What he's doing is, uh, you know how, Mike, remember how Michael Hayes mentored a very young yeah. Hardy Boys? He's doing that with private party. Yeah, that's, it's him I got as the that. mentor. It's 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 weird. It, it's it's the it's come full circle. At least Michael Hayes made sense with Hardy tag Boys. Team work. It's it, weird with it, Hardy and private party. It's it, weird. It's that they're doing the... Multiple personas yeah. of Matt Hardy. That one of his personas is that he's now Michael P.S. Hayes. He's the mentor. He's the mentor. You yeah. know, he's older now mentoring them than Hayes was when yeah. he mentored the Hardy boys. Jesus. Couldn't tell by looking at him. What was he like? Michael Hayes was 40. 39 when he was managing the Hardy boys. Sure? Then. Yeah. 30. I thought he was 41. 74 years old. I thought he was 41. No, he was born in uh, 60. Jesus Christ. 39. Jesus Christ, dude. He yes. looked like he was 79. Cocaine's a hell of a joke. Hey, <laughs> he looks party. 80 now. The Freebirds party, do, do, do. Yeah, They got moves like Jagger. Yeah. I'm going to no-sell this one, just personally. I mean, I like Santana Ortiz, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm, yeah, what a no-sell by, like, pride and powerful. Weak and somewhat yeah. powerful. Uh, next match is another tag oh, team if, match. If we had Grid or JR, holy shit, yeah, that would be true. a... A slobber knocker of a that would review be, of that one. That would be. Uh, next up is another tag team match of Jungle Express, or Jurassic Express, I almost said Jungle Express, of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus MJF and Wardlow. I'll mark out. I'll mark out. Jungle I'll mark out. Boy. I, I like the two big men. I like Luchasaurus and Wardlow. And I like MJF and I like everybody in this match. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll mark out. Mark out as well. Uh, we also have for a singles match for the AG. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Try again. What was that? So tough. It's so tough. <laughs> no, it's not. It is because I say it so much and I read it so You're much. You're soft. Uh, S-A-W-U-F-T. Uh, <laughs> a E-W Women's Championship of Hiroko Ushida versus Penelope Ford. Nah, I'm good. Uh, no, nope, I'm, Pen- I'm not in on this. Penelope Ford's not at the level. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so we're all no selling? Yeah. yeah. No. Yep. Uh, for the TNT Championship, Cody's first... No, it's not his first defense. What, third like defense? Fourth or something. Fourth, fourth, yeah. Uh, against Jake Hager. I'm going to mark out for this mark one. Out. No, mark out. Mark out. That company has done a really good job with people like Jake Hager where it's like, okay, I'm into him now. Like, <clears throat> you couldn't get a colder prospect coming out of Oof. WWE in the years on the indies, but they've done a good job. Because they didn't... He didn't wrestle right away. They let him build yeah. for a while. For plus, a while. They're, plus, they're playing off who he is instead of what they want him to be. Yeah, yeah. he's just a... Just a beast. A badass motherfucker. Pretty, pretty badass motherfucker with a hot wife. I mean, I'm going to mark out for this one. 
And then uh, we have Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page defending the tag team titles against Best Friends, who won that, I believe, at Double or Nothing. They've actually done a really good job building up this match to feel important. I agree. I will mark out. I will mark I out as well. I expect Omega and Page to win. Yep. But, uh, yeah. It's good I'm job. marking out, but I think it's funny as hell since uh, Best Friends won the number one contendership that Kenny Omega and Hangman had had to defend the title every every week. And they were like, didn't we just win a match at uh, All In? To- <laughs> well, and then Best Friends had to defend the number one contendership. Or, uh, I guess Jericho and Guevara. Uh, Guevara, yeah. Are Omega and Paige the best tag team in the world right now? I would say the FTR still is, but yeah. yeah. Number two. I would say they're number two easily. Best best, best tag team to be put together. Not yeah. like a... I mean, for the fact that they're really just two single guys put together, it's fucking amazing how good they are yeah. and how they've gelled. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost don't want to see the storyline inevitably play right? out. Right, because they are such just a good tag team, dude. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things with how life's going, who knows how long they're To be going honest to. with you, I have no doubt that FTR versus the Young Bucks will be amazing. Yeah. I want to see FTR against Page and Omega more. Personally. I it's, I want them God, both. I want so them great. both. I think it's a better match because <laughs> right. the other two. I think they like sh- styles fit better too. The other two, it's more of a classic tag team wrestling match as opposed to it's going to be a spot fest with the young. But bucks. I want both to have fans. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, want yeah they, react, you have to have fans. Have oh, to a, they, you cannot do FTR versus Bucks, especially unless until there's there fans. There has to be fans there, dog. Yeah. That is. What's the crowd? Cool. What's the split on that? It's going to be a Young Bucks, I think, It's tough because AEW, that's a very elite crowd. But the crowd wants FTR, though. But they want want FTR since day one. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 50-50. I think it's 50-50. That's a fun crowd to be at, man. Let's go. It's in Chicago. Let's go. I have a theory. Full gear. It might be bunnies. (laughs) I have a theory that there's going to be a huge hill supergroup put together that's not the inner circle. Yeah. It's just me guessing. But the way I've been looking at things, I think you're going to get two pieces outside the ring. You're going to get Arn and Tully. And I think you're going to get Cody, Sean Spears, and FTR as a group. Mm. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Exactly. As the, for. Yeah, yeah kind of like their version four, of the Four Horsemen. Yeah. 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 That you have With Arn, Arn and Tully on the outside. Yep. Yeah, and you have Cody's Brain the man. Busters. You have your FTR as Arn and Tully. And then you have Sean, your, is the, Sean Spears is the middle dude. And Cody's then you got Cody as Flair. And I could see it now. I could see it. Oh, it's money. With it's neck, money with a, too. With a neck tattoo. Flair, yes. Flair. With the neck tattoo. <laughs> but it's money. It, I, it just smells money to me. With with Cody as Flair, he's been mentioned. He he's been doing against the elite. Easter eggs. Oof. He's been dropping hints against, against the, the elite. elite. Mm. He's been doing all that type of stuff. Cody turns. Yeah, Cody he's turns been, on the elite. He's, every oh, promo. Have you guys been watching AEW at all? I have. Okay. He never even mentions the elite. He doesn't. Yeah. Hey, last week he did. He goes, "Am I even in the elite?" Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm not. And then he does like scratches his face, but with the four horsemen yeah, logo. Yeah, the four horsemen. But before that, it had been months before they had even mentioned each other. He's like, "Am I even in the elite anymore?" Oh, I, that's I, so I, great. He's like, "I hope yeah. I am because I'm good friends with them." And he's but been, if I'm by myself, I guess I'm by myself. And, and he's then, been showing some really subtle heel mannerisms in the ring lately. And Arn has been kind of yeah. It's all there. If they uh, do it and if they do it right, oof. holy shit, is that money? But we'll yeah, they they s- slow burn, especially now. But mm-hmm. super slow, super slow burn. <laughs> uh, next, or is that it? That's it for that night. That's man. it for no, okay. for That's a pretty strong night. That's a, that's a good Let's night. See. Don't worry, NXT's coming, man. Oh, the Great they... American Bash. All right. What they give us? It, uh, they're giving us uh, Oni Lorcan versus Timothy Thatcher. 
Okay, that's two really tough dudes. Gonna yeah. Smack the shit. Out I of can't each other. wait. That's gonna be I a hot. He's been. That. I've seen Oni been calling him out on Twitter. Yeah. That's a hot. I hope Mark. That's a hot. I love those Thatcher videos they've been doing. Oh yeah, him teaching people. Thatcher's Thatch can. Yep. Oh my god. Thatcher's Thatch. He's been, can. They've been doing like <laughs> that's little, awesome. They've been doing those little promos of him like having four people come in. He's and like, like training right, them, training them, and, goes, and then he shows them a move, and then but he, then he like shoots on him and just likes to hear him squealing all that. He's like, he does like an arm bar. He goes, so you go about this high. But if you really want them to tap, and then it gets them <laughs> over their head, and oh, he's yeah. like, "All right, you know," and then he clean, they leave like, right, "Clean the mat up." Yeah. I'm gonna make champions out of you. Yep, it's awesome. So I'll mark out for that. Yep. Next, I'll mark out as well. Uh, next match is Rhea Ripley versus uh, Aaliyah and Rob. It says and Roberts. Are they, yeah, it's a it's handicap. A handicap? Yeah. However, the stipulation: if, if, if Ripley loses, she must join the Robert Stone brand. Man, we're gonna tumble for Rhea Ripley. I know. You know what? I I like the storyline. I, I like, like it. it. I think I it's think something to get away from the title. I haven't watched NXT. It at gets all, her away so. from the title, and I think it's I think it's built to build up Robert Stone. I actually kind of think they're winning that match. I think they are. I think Rhea is gonna be that kind of like Cena in the Nexus. Yeah, She's that's gonna what I was just to gonna say. Group. That's what I was Although, just gonna say. I don't think it would be the worst idea in the world. I don't. If eventually she becomes like happy with it and stays there. Yeah, and then like replaces over the group. Aaliyah. Yeah, it replaces yeah. Aaliyah, and then Robert Stone, who's a good character and, a good, and good on the I can mic. See, she's she's better as a heel. Not great on yeah. the mic. He would be a perfect centerpiece yeah. or side piece for her. She's a better heel. She's a badass, so she's a big, yeah. great heel. Yeah. So I think in the long run, that's what happens. But this is how they get there, and I'm fine with it. Uh, and I always mark out for Rhea, so you know. Next, <laughs> uh, marking out. So you're, um, so you're saying we're getting together tomorrow? No. <laughs> uh, next match is a strap match: uh, Roderick Strong versus Dexter, Dexter Loomis. No, I hate. I liked matches. the undisputed. Ther- I fucking hate strap matches. I am, at all times. I'm I liking am, this. I am, what about strap on matches? Uh, tell Definitely. me if you're with me on this. Yeah, <laughs> I am oddly getting into Dexter Loomis. I am too. Yeah. I knew it. The brain, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, you guys are telepathic. I can yeah. feel it. Like, like I can see it. Can it, it they're. The, just doing the weird shit with him. He's weird, and I love the crawl through the ring when he gets and in just and just eyeballs stares. the camera. Just, oh. I'm I'm down with what they're doing with him, and I'm always down with Roderick Strong. I'm I'll mark. And I like the I'll, fa- I'll mark I, out. And I like the fact that it's a strap match because last week they had a match like he so ran. He's scared of him. The whole point of the story is that he put him in a trunk, and Roddy's scared of the trunk. Yes, yeah, so I watched so the undisputed. He goes therapy. to the therapist, <laughs> and you find out that you know uh, Kyle Riley's the therapist, but. First time they do, Roddy plays dumb, and then the second time, he's like, by the way, Roddy, I'm not, you know, your therapist, and takes off. I'm like, I'm Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. what are you he's doing like, here? And then they Kyle. take, the, yeah, and yeah. they take him out to the trunk and so put him in the trunk. So then he gets in the trunk, and he's like, oh yeah, I did it. And they're like, guess what? You're in the match match tonight against Dexter Loomis. He's like, fuck. So yeah. then he gets in the ring, bell rings, and then he leaves. He gets the ten count. I like the storyline so of setting sense. up the strap it's match to keep strong in the match. Yeah. Yep. I'll mark out. Mark out. Uh, next is a fatal four-way elimination <laughs> match to determine the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship of Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae versus Tegan Knox. I like that it's elimination. Yeah, me too. And, Which is, again, uh, is how all these matches should be. And I want my girl Dakota to win. Uh, and I, I like the storyline. I, I like the storyline that last week she won her match and she's like, I want a title shot. So William Regal was like, okay, you're a number one contender. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, like, yeah, I'll, mark, I'll out. mark out. I'll mark out. Yeah. Boop. Nah. Nah. Well, don't worry because uh, they they pulled some main roster heat because uh, the, I believe the main event is Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks in a non-title match. Can be a no for me. I will mark out. 
I think it's gonna um, be a good match. Um, these two, I'm on the fence though. When it comes to women's wrestling, for a couple of years now, before she even signed, this was a bit of a dream match. Yeah. In women's wrestling, she's want EO wanted that. EO's wanted it. Sasha's wanted it. The crowds wanted it. So it was like, all right, let's go to him. So I, I might be on my my lonesome here, but I'm not a. I'm liking the fact that they're pushing Bailey and Sasha truly hard. That they're double champs. They're both on both show. Oh, three Sasha shows. could be, and they're on all three shows. And I, I the cockiness, I'm liking it. You know why I don't mind them going between brands like this? Because they're the women's tag champions and they can do that. Yeah. It's funny. If you just do the simple thing of putting the belts on them, then I don't have a problem with it happening because you're following you, your it, own it, rules. It's different from Charlotte being yeah. on SmackDown for Just four, because yeah. she's her. Yeah. yeah. Like, it fits. It fits. And I like the idea and of the they're cockiness. pushing the shit out of them because they've lost Charlotte. They've lost Becky. They're freaking out a little bit when it comes to women. Yeah, they should be. So they're like, okay, well, this is a... This is catching fire on Fridays, and it is. Bailey and Sasha have been getting better, and they're just running with it everywhere, and it's working. Yeah, is Shayna Baszler s- dead? Uh, to uh, Vince, to Vince, Vince doesn't like her. No, I bet. So now that Brucey is in charge of Raw, she's home. Got it. That's why Dirty uh, might be going after Tessa. Yeah, which ah, uh, the double standard there is almost makes me want to puke. Right. We're gonna clean our roster of all people with with. And Tessa was like the first one. Yeah, of like any racial things or. Sexual things, and then, but we really want Tessa. She has a home at AGW, so she doesn't need to go anywhere else. Oh, she ain't going to AGW. They don't want her at all. No, GW. Yeah, I know. Talk about the real one. She could go there, but they probably don't want her. You right? They don't want her. God, no. They've already said they that. They got standards. They've already kind of <laughs> said, you're on your own. Like, it's WWE or bust for you, because, uh, but it hurts that negotiating, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> which Out I, loud, like, no, we're okay. Which I loved. <laughs> so I love the fact when the company's like, no, Hilarious. we don't want you. It's cool. So that's uh, the Great American Bash. Uh, what has the better card? I will honestly say I'm a little more amped for AEW, but Me they too. both are strong cards. They're both strong cards. I'll be interested about week two. I'm interested to see what the ratings are. I'm interested to see what happens on AEW week two because yeah. the, the main event wins. might not happen. That main event ain't happening. Yeah. What's it supposed to be? Moxley and Moxley Brian Cage. And Brian Cage. Title. Yeah. Also, what happened with Renee? About that. Moxley ain't making it. By the way, I know night two. And here's... Like, here's the, the part of me, like, I don't know if they're taping or it's been taped because Jericho's on commentary night one. Yeah, they're taping it. So it's, like, taped? It's taped. Um, It'd be interesting fr- to just, like, strip him and just, like, kind of screw him over. From what I read, Fighter Fest a- was taped last week, the first night. Yeah. And then next week's is actually being taped tomorrow so, night. So. So a week off. It'll be interesting. Hmm. Uh, Try and give him more time. To did you, did yeah. you see? Probably. So, uh... Before we move on, I you probably saw Corey. But AEW is coming out with some like rating stuff about how like when Orange Cassidy is on, the ratings are mm-hmm. high. However, right now the ratings with Cassidy and Jericho are not doing as good as. Which is funny because Jericho is the other guy in AEW that never lost anything in ratings against NXT. Yep. It, when Jericho's on, it the ratings always go up. But the two of them together. For some reason, is going down. Can you explain that? I have no idea. Why are the two gainers together causing it to crumble? Uh, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Because they have good chemistry. Like I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you look at it, you can't figure out why that would be happening. Like, okay, if you like the one and you like the other, 
then they give them to you both, but then you turn off. Yeah, <laughs> nope. it's weird. But maybe it's like I don't know. Maybe it's just two different it's fan bases. It's too good that it's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't know. So that should be interesting. I'm excited. Yeah, no, that'll be cool. All right. I guess it's fantasy booking time. I guess so. You want me to go first, Joe? You want to go first? Oh, I, I'll go first. All right. <sighs> All right. I'm excited. Week two, we're on NBC. Hell yeah. Nothing but cage. Welcome to High Praise Wrestling. Uh, sold out arena of, on set of um, Leaving Las Vegas 2. Burn it down. As uh, you can tell, we're in Vegas. We're literally on the strip. Nick in the Cage. Middle, in the middle of the street. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Cage, uh, Nick Cage, man. Come on. Uh, Nick Cage welcomes everybody to the show. He's wearing his Elvis outfit for no reason. He's not even filming anything with Elvis in the. He's just running a suit. Uh, welcomes everybody to the show. Can't wait to watch uh, another week of wrestling because, hey, I don't know what I'm talking about. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, he wants to introduce the high praise champion, Adam Cole, but Will Ospreay comes out. Uh, Ospreay uh, comes out and wants to talk about what happened last week, about how he got beat up by Cole and his gang. Um, he says he wants them out tonight. He wants to. He doesn't care. He just wants to fight them all right now. Adam Cole and they all, all of them come out and says, hey, you want to fight? We'll be generous to you. We'll do a six-man tag tonight. However, it'd be a ladder match. And Adam Cole goes, I, I uh, ran into one of my uh, Make-A-Wish fans, and they want uh, a special thing hanging from that ladder. Yeah. Okay. And it's a, uh, a needle with a little uh, COVID-19 in it. <laughs> so COVID-19 on a pole match we're going to have tonight. Oh, my God. So they said, and Adam Cole goes off and says, hey, we'll let you pick your team. Pick your two. So, we'll come back to that. Uh, Vampiro just joined commentary. Oh God! As uh, <laughs> thirty-five minutes late, uh, Vampiro just literally walked up to commentary. Uh, Jr. is nowhere to be found. He was waiting for someone to play his fucking. Music. Yeah, <laughs> he was in catering. He, yeah, he, uh, he, him, and Nick got in an argument. So I can see that. Happen. I, I can see that. To see that yeah, me too. He just joined commentary. So let's go to our first match tonight. Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. Ooh, I like that. For a uh, the number one contendership to face Britt Baker at Con Air. Uh, Britt Baker once again joins commentary to say, hey, she's a role model. Uh, Storm starts the match out quick, attacking uh, Io's legs. Uh, Storm uh, sets up Io on the top turnbuckle and goes for a superplex. However, Io just shoves her to the outside. Io does a crossbody to the outside. Io then grabs Tony, throws her in the ring. However, Dakota Kai... Runs down, clips Eo's knee, tosses back in the ring. Tony w- Tony Storm wins with a roll up. First time roll up. <laughs> I got I got bring it in. I, I got bring it in <laughs> sometime, right? All three women begin to brawl. However, then Nick Cage comes back out and goes, "I like a threesome." So, uh, in next week, there'll be a threesome in that ring. Winner faces Britt Baker. I mean, I do like threesomes. However, Britt Baker will be the special guest referee mm. for next week's show. I like it. So we go backstage, and there's a brawl going on. It's between Cedric and Ricochet as security's breaking them up. Ricochet wants a match for Cedric tonight, and Cedric's like, I guess. Okay, sure. Why not? We go off off-site, and we have MJF working out, showing off that, you know, 
that since social distancing is a thing right now, he should social distance himself away from high praise wrestling. So he's just working out. Uh, him and Warlow are doing it, and uh, Warlow's a spotter, so he's going to squat 350. Squats 350. MJF starts to celebrate. Hell yeah, new personal goal. Camera pans, and there's Orange Cassidy on a bench struggling to lift up a water bottle. <laughs> uh, MJF's wearing the uh, National Treasure Bear as his weightlifting belt. Yes. So Orange Cassidy starts walking up to MJF. MJF's like, hey, 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 social distance. 12 feet. Stay 12 feet away from me. And MJF's like, uh, Orange Cassidy's like, points up the belt, points back. And MJF's like, you want another time? You, you want a shot? You know, you need, you, you need to get away from me because you're so lazy right now. I feel like that was spread. So your laziness was spread. So MJF's like, okay, fine, fine. Next week, next week. And it's going to be you and Warlow in a match. However, MJF gets to make the stipulation, and that would be next week. MJF's like, let's get the hell out of here because his laziness is going to spread. So... Orange Cassidy gives a thumbs up, goes back to start working out. This time he grabs a 32-ounce bottle of orange juice. Freshly squeezed. And tries to lift it up. But struggles. So he tosses it. Let's go back to let's go back to the arena for our second match of the night. As it's Big Tom Ishii versus Kenta. Ooh. Uh <laughs> this is a stiff match. Stiff yeah. match. They basically the first three minutes is the it's just them slapping each other. Uh, Big Tom overpowers Kent in the beginning. Uh, Big Tom power body slams Kenta and then kicks him straight in the back. Kenta sla- smiles and says, "Is that the best you got?" Ooh, uh, then Big Tom does it, tries again, hits him again. However, uh, Kenta then rolls out to the middle out outside. As Kenta grabs him and then Kenta hits Big Tom with his Money in the Bank briefcase and then pins him with one foot on him. We go, and then we're on our next match is Ricochet versus Cedric Alexander. Ricochet's in the ring, waiting for Cedric to come out. Uh, but Cedric comes out and says, Oh, that brawl, the, the, uh, the attack you did to me backstage, that hurt my neck. I, I, I'm not feeling it tonight. And then Ricochet's like, Hey, quit being, a, you know, you're being a lying bitch right now. Get your ass down here. Get for the ass whooping you deserve. And Cedric's like, Ah, my neck. Ah. <laughs> so Ricochet then jumps over the ropes, flying. Clothesline onto Ricoch- onto Cedric. They brawl. However, Rick Sh- uh, Cedric has some brass knucks in him. Knocks him out. Damn. Uh, we get a promo from Rock and Roll Express saying, hey, they want a match, rematch at Con Air against FTR. FTR comes out and goes, since you're old, we'll give it to you. <laughs> However, it'll be a thir- since you're old and you guys can't handle the stamina anymore, if you guys can, it'll be a 30-minute Iron Man match at Con Air. I like it. I like it, too. They Ten agree. Ten falls. They agree. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Seth Rollins. As he's being questioned about last week, him coming out and admiring Finn Balor. Because I can't talk about the other guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was my go. That was yeah. my plan, but not anymore. About face. <laughs> about face, yeah. As uh, Edit that out. You know, uh, they want, Rollins wants to know, well, what's up with Finn? Why the hell he come out to see him? 
Finn shows up. Hey, man, I just want to be your friend. We, you know, we, we can be a tag team together. And Ron's like, no, 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 I don't trust you. I don't trust you at all. And then Ron says, you know what? You know, actually, it's uh, Ballard. Ballard's like, you know what? Let's have a match next week. I'll, sh- I'll prove myself that I'm going to be your friend. I want to prove. So Ron's like, okay, sure, fine. We got this. Uh, next match was Timothy Thatcher versus a jobber. Puts him. <laughs> I wonder how that ends. Yeah, <laughs> instant. So our main event, it's COVID on a pole match, <laughs> uh, ladder match, yes. and it's going to be uh, three members of uh, Adam Cole's team of uh, Grills of Destiny, G.O.D. and Jeff Cobb versus Will Ospreay, Z.S.J. and Minoru Suzuki. Ooh. Fuck. So. Murder Grandpa. <laughs> this match goes about 25 minutes. Since we're on NBC, no commercials. Got so it. It's, it's, nothing it's, but cage. Nothing but cage, yep. Uh, all six men begin to brawl. The match is a chaotic fight. Uh, G.O.D. brings a ladder with them to the stage. Osprey brings a table. All hell is breaking loose around the Nick Cage set. Uh, Osprey uh, tries to jump off the lettering of Nick onto Jeff Cobb. However, he reverses it into a power slam through a table. Uh, G.O.D. thinks they got the best of uh, Minoru Suzuki, but yeah, no, he, no, ha- no. he, uh, fa- he grabs no. a random fan's <laughs> chair and beats the shit out of them. Not even a full uh, ZSJ, uh, <laughs> ZSJ has Tama in a uh, submission through the uh, little, little letter I on the cage, so he has him wrapped around the setting. All hell is breaking loose. Ow. Uh, Osprey finally gets back to the ring. As his team's taking care of the three three men, Osprey grabs the ladder. However, something falls from the ceiling, knocks Osprey off, and by God, it's the body of El Jefe, the sensei. <laughs> Whoa! He has fallen from grace. We look up, and there is there is a figure with a mask on running away. We thought it was Sting, but it wasn't. The body of El Jefe has fallen. Onto the ring. Onto Will Ospreay. Onto Will Ospreay. Knocking the ladder down. However, Adam Cole runs in, grabs the ladder, climbs up it, grabs the needle, and is about to inject it into Will Ospreay. However, they fight, and they fight for a little bit, they scruffle, and then the needle goes flying and sticks into El Jefe. Oh, my God. Adam Cole runs off as Ospreay's telling him to come down, Suzuki comes back in. We're about to fade to black, and Suzuki injects the needle into El Jefe <laughs> as we run out of time Jesus for this week's episode of High Praise. <laughs> I think I know where Jeff had to walk away from the article <laughs> a couple times. So, Devin. Yes. You're up. All right. Oh, my God. His son's not going to be happy about that. <laughs> hey, gravy guy, screw you. <laughs> screw you, Mr. Gravy. Devin? Yes. Uh, you're up? Hold on, I'm fixing something. No. Typo. All um, right, here we go. <clears throat> Monday Night Raw, week six. This is our backsplash go home show. Uh, we are live on Pornhub Premium Live. Sorry, Booble, but we're at the Save Mart Center in Fresno, California. Store. Close enough. It's the closest food thing I could find. 13,450 on hand. Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn on commentary. We kick off the night with this week's new general manager, Alexis Texas, making her way to the ring. 
She gets in the ring and tells everyone how excited she is to have all the power on Raw tonight. Um, she says she was uh, smoking a J in the back with Chief Gravy Janitor of AGW, Mr. Dolwig, and the weed has given her some great ideas for tonight's show. To, uh, so tonight in this very ring, Hangman Adam Page will be face-to-face with his opponent Sunday, Big E. Also face-to-face and breast-to-breast, we will have the answer from Mickey James to Charlotte's Challenge last week. We will also uh, have Johnny Gargano going one-on-one with James Drake of the Grizzled Young Vets ahead of their tag team title match this Sunday, as well as a two-on-one handicap match of the Rebellion facing Tessa Blanchard. But before Alexis can get another word out, uh, a video of erotic Matt Hardy and Kevin Owens pulling up to the Hershey factory in Pennsylvania is shown on the screen. We cut to the live feed as KO and Matt to get out of the car and walk inside. They go to a receptionist and sh- uh, show her a picture of El Jefe as at- and ask if they have seen this man. She says his body was dropped off for fudge packing, she believes, uh, but she's not sure, so it could still be in the freezer out back. Uh, Matt says, wonderful, as her and Ke- as he and Kevin follow uh, her to the freezer. They make small talk as they walk through the f- uh, factory, as they, um, and as they approach the freezer, they hear the faint sound of burning rubber as it grows louder and louder. The camera cuts down the alleyway they are standing in as we see John Moxley on his Segway, violently driving down the alley with a track and field javelin screaming, this is Sparta. KO and Matt jump out of the way, but the receptionist is frozen in fear as Moxley beheads her with the javelin. In complete shock and horror, KO and Matt stand there as the receptionist, looking at the receptionist's decapitated body as Moxley turns around with her head on the javelin. Moxley speeds back on his Segway as an RPG comes out of the front of his Segway and blows a hole into the side of the fudge freezer wall. But there is no El Jefe, just a frozen box. And KO and and Matt freak out and chase Mox as we see Moxley fade away in the distance on his rocket-propelled... on his rocket-propelled Segway as K.O. and Matt uh, steal a Hershey van and chase after him. And we cut to commercial. Uh, We are back in Fresno as you have your first match of Tessa Blanchard uh, in a handicap match against the Rebellion. Tessa is down uh, down first with a huge pop from the Blanchards. The Rebellion is out with Rebel Kell, who joins Ziggler and Zayn on commentary. Sammy praises Rebel as Ziggler doesn't even acknowledge her. Ziggler says Rebel, uh, ask Rebel how it feels to know that she only has six days left as champion as Rebel rebuttals with how it does it feel to spend your mo- entire Monday Night Raw check on what's in Tessa's stomach right now. We go to the ring where Tessa and Broyce are, uh, start the match. Tessa dominates early, but Peyton uh, thumbs her in the eye to get a tag. They beat Tessa down and mock her and taunt the fans. Uh, Rebel says she's created the greatest and hottest faction in, women's, in the history of women's wrestling. Uh, in the end, though, Tessa fights back, hits her finisher on K after uh, Royce gets knocked off the apron. But Rebel rushes ringside, distracts the ref uh, before Tessa can cover K, allowing uh, Tessa, or I mean uh, Billy K, to hit Tessa with the Lessel special for the three. Uh, the Rebellion laugh and taunt Tessa as they Rebel holds up the title and they retreat up the ramp. And we go to commercial. Back from commercial, we have your another match of Johnny Gargano with Chad Gable versus uh, James Drake with Zach Gibson. Uh, the, ra- the rabid wrestler and Latino Gable are out first with the lap bar machine in the wagon. Johnny grabs a mic and uh, says how he's got, how this Sunday nothing will stop him and Latino Gable from winning the AGW tag team titles. He says him and Gable are best friends and even some could say lovers. And it would mean everything to him to win the tag titles with his brother on Sunday. Uh, they are interrupted by the Grizzled Young Vets as they come out with a mic. 
Drake says, uh, ever since Johnny won the Chris Benoit Memorial Battle Royal, he's been a little bit strange. He says uh, he belongs in the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He gets to the bottom of the ramp and sees the lap bar machine in the wagon. He goes over and puts his hand on it and leans on it and says, who would even be proud to pull this around? Uh, Johnny freezes and stares at Drake, uh, Drake's hand on the lap bar machine, and his eye begins to twitch as he cocks his head. Latino Gable snaps his fingers in front of Johnny's face to no reaction. Suddenly, Johnny puts the, puts the mic to his mouth and says, the dogs are on the side of the house, and slides out of the ring. He goes under the ring and pulls out a fully gassed up 24-inch blade steel chainsaw and fires it up. He then uh, screams, "Here, uh, come here, Nancy, as Drake and uh, Gibson flee to the back as Johnny chases them, and Ziggler uh, rushes us to break. Come here, Nancy. Uh, segment five, we have, uh, we're back from commercial and we're at commentary. Ziggler says he can't believe uh, what he just witnessed and what the hell has gotten into Johnny Gargano. He throws it backstage to our backstage reporter, Vince McMahon, who is with Sam Wajo. He asks Samoa if uh, he's heard anything from Cesaro regarding his challenge last week to the unsanctioned gravy death match at Backsplash. Joe says no. He says he calls Cesaro a pussy bitch with pepperoni tits and says Cesaro will never have the balls to face him in a match so dangerous. Suddenly Joe is, <laughs> suddenly Joe is struck in the back with a chair by Cesaro. He beats him down with a chair before hitting Vince with an unprotected shot to the head. He then grabs the camera, whispers in that he accepts as we go back to commercial. We come back, uh, and we have, uh, we were back from commercial as we see Big E, Normus, and Mickey, uh, pull up in a convertible Ferrari having sex while he drives. They get out and look like they are heading to the ring. Uh, Charlotte's music then hits, and she makes her way to the ring. Crowd cheers her as they uh, show highlights of what happened last week. Charlotte gets on the mic, says she, uh, wanted to make an immediate impact when she debuted, and she thinks that she made a pretty big impact last week. Um, she says she will never be disrespected as long as she's alive and she still can't, uh, can't believe what Mi that Mickey would have the audacity to say she has the best hits in pro wrestling. Big enormous music hits and he and Mickey come out together. Big E says Mickey's are real and Charlotte's are fake. That's what's really eating her up inside. He says no one wants that plastic box of hers and she will never compare to Mickey. Mickey grabs the mic and from E and says she can handle this herself. She calls Charlotte a fake Barbie and how dare she ever talk to someone like that. Uh, she says she's been wrestling before Charlotte could even grow tits. Mickey and E both get in the ring and stare Charlotte down. Mickey says she accepts Charlotte's challenge and she already signed the contract, so now Charlotte can't back out and throws down the mic. Charlotte laughs and says that's great, but obviously she didn't read the contract because there's a stipulation. At Backsplash this Sunday, there will go one-on-one -on -one with the loser of the match having a sex change. The crowd erupts and chants, chop those tits, chop those tits. Uh, Mickey belts out a blood-curdling scream as E's, dro E's jaw drops to the mat. Didn't see that coming. Charlotte laughs as Mickey attacks Charlotte. She stomps on her as the crowd boos, and E dry humps the air in celebration, telling her to get her. She rips off her shirt and jiggles her tits around, saying that these aren't going anywhere. She stomps Charlotte in the corner some more as the crowd boos. Suddenly, the camera cuts to the back where we see a cement truck slowly backing in. Big E and Mickey watch in horror as the cement truck arm goes directly over E's Ferrari. Suddenly, the driver door swings open and hangman Adam Page emerges from the driver's seat, again in his Colonel Sanders suit, cut off at the shoulders and knees, as chants of cowboy shit shake the arena. Hangman has a mic and says, Hey E, I couldn't help but notice you parked your beautiful new Ferrari here, and that the, that the rental agency he happened to rent from didn't have any cars, so they rented him a cement truck. 
He asks E if he thinks he's uh, going to pour cement in his car as E screams don't even think about it from the ring. Hangman says he's not that bad of a guy, but he did collect gravy from every single man in the audience tonight, so he can't promise anything after that as he climbs back in the truck. E screams no from the ring as Hangman starts the truck and opens the cement tank. Suddenly, 150 gallons of hot, wet human gravy is poured into East Ferrari as he flops around on the ground in agony. Hangman reemerges from the driver's seat with a pitcher of beer, saying, See you Sunday, bud, as he chugs and Raw goes off the air. God damn it. What's that change, huh? So oh, that boot, if you think you know where this is going. So there's a don't. sex change on AGW. It's not even the worst of it yet. And desecrating a dead corpse with COVID <laughs> on on nothing but cage. Yep. <coughs> Sounds about right. How's that? No wonder mine seemed boring last week. It wasn't, though. It wasn't. It was great. Speaking of great, we have our brackets. We do going. have our brackets. Yeah. And uh, the last four of the Hogan side have finished. So, who's moving on? So, in the final four matchups of the first round, yes, we finally finished the first round. Hey, COVID, man. Pedro Morales taking on The Undertaker, and with a final tally of 13-4, to four, The Undertaker wins. Yeah. yeah. I voted for Pedro. They said I. Devin. Uh, I voted for Pedro. Jordan. I don't think I voted. I voted for Pedro. Mother. <laughs> The whole point of this. Fucking piece. <laughs> no, I did. I, no, I, I was trying I to know. see who, who was he with. No, I, I did take her. Undertaker. I did Undertaker. take her. That's right. Unbelievable, Joe. Thank you. No, I did, Pedro. So, uh, next up match, we have the number three seed, Bret Hart, taking on number 14, Roman Reigns, with a final tally of 16 to 2. Bret Hart moves on. Oh, good. But Beat damn. the shit. <laughs> Shit out of Roman Reigns. Beat little, the brakes off of Roman. I thought that would be a little tighter. Beat the brakes off of him. <laughs> I picked Roman. No, I'm kidding. That's I right. picked Brett. You were the two. Yeah. <laughs> he was the two. I was the two. Uh, next up, seven seed Yokozuna taking on the ten seed Ric Flair. And with a final tally of ten to seven, Yokozuna moves on. I voted Flair. Of course you did. Yoko. I did. Final matchup, the 2-seed John Cena taking on 15-seed Mankind with a final tally of 14-5, one Juan Jaina. That's closer than it should have been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five closer than it should have been. Should I break yeah. down the second round? Yeah. For Are we doing just sides? four? Should we just do the uh, four for Bruno? For Bruno's side? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up on Facebook and Twitter, where you can vote on the greatest heavyweight champion of all time in WWE. We have the one seed, Bruno San Martino, taking on the eight seed, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh, that's a trap. It's a trap. That's that is a, a trap. trap. It should be Bruno. It's obviously Bruno, but that's a trap. Mm. Bum, Stone bum. Cold's going to get some votes. Uh, next up, number five seed, Brock Lesnar versus number four seed, Randy Savage. And I just want to see that fucking match. I want to see the match. Jesus. Brock is probably going to rot him. Probably. But I think... I think Randy's going to win. I would vote for Savage, but I'm, I feel like it's kind of a pick 'em. It's a, pick it's a close one. These are going to be pick 'em. That, that's, that's closer. This is when we get close. This is when we get. Uh, next matchup number 11 seed, Eddie Guerrero taking on number 3 seed, Triple H. That's another H, one. I think H another will win. one. It's a fascinating matchup. I, I think don't know. H will win, but it's. Could be Eddie. It's, that's it's fascinating. Latino. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Uh, last matchup, number 10 seed, the phenomenal AJ Styles, taking on number 2 seed, Bob Backlund. This should Ooh, be a wrap. That should be AJ. Yeah, I, I Maybe. No. It should, it be, should be Bob if you're looking at it. Like, 
six and a half years as champion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. And business was good against, but then again, AJ, nothing to shout about. You know, it's Bob should win, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's close. So there we go. Interesting. Should be good. All right. So we have Fighter Fast. We have a Great American Bash to look forward to tomorrow. And hey, don't forget there's a Slammiversary pay per view on July 18th for Impact Wrestling. Yeah, I don't know why I feel the need to put that's that That's on July something. 18th. Yeah. It's almost as if it's in my best interest to do so. You might <laughs> get your good brothers, I mean, your friends. Not to say that this good brother isn't going to get paid as well. <laughs> Just, you know, throw that out there. So let's wrap it up, right? Wrap, wrap it, it up, up like a condom. I thought they don't believe in those in AGW. Yeah. Well, we don't. But. Wrap it up like putting a mask on your face. There you go. Uh, you can find all of our lovely, lovely, awesome, amazing things at nosoentertainment.com. You know what? If I had to wear a mask while putting things on nosoentertainment.com, mm-hmm. I'd do it. Because right. it's not that big of a fucking deal. Nope. You nah. just put a goddamn you mask fucking on. snowflakes. I, I won't lie. So the new... Uh, thing we have on the Facebook page yeah. the, all of our photos Zen's gonna maybe redo it and have all us have a mask on I'm fine with it That'd that makes cool. sense hmm? yeah. no problem you bunch of fucking entitled Karens so uh, at no <laughs> you can find things like the written word like that's my opinion by Mike Bubel that's me the deck I sensei with Jeff Mack that's um that's a podcast. So the database reviews uh, <laughs> reviews things. And then there's podcasts. Like, that's my pick, which I tried to say. There it is. This here on That's My Pick. I'm in charge. I'm the commissioner. And we're going to be drafting NBA, all-time NBA players. There you go. We also have the gang reviews. Bum, bum. The No So podcast you just listened to. The uh, Monday Night War Stories. The Pay-Per-View War Stories. The Thundercast. And the Retro Review Machine. All available at NoSellerEntertainment.com. You're damn right. Uh, we all have uh, that Twitter. You can follow First Billing, Corey, at that KFIT guy. You can follow Devin, just at Devin Dalwick. Uh, fake name, I think I've heard. Uh, no gimmick. Oh, all gimmick. Uh, the No Sell Living Legend, Mike Booble, at MT Booble. You can follow me at that Joe Lussell. You can follow the producer. At producers, in. you can follow No So Entertainment at No So ENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, sometimes YouTube, hopefully Spotify. Give thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, thumbs anywhere. De- eh, not anywhere. Not, uh, Devin likes it all. And uh, knuckle deep, nine inches. And for that, first billing, like always, Corey must. Pose. <laughs> Sex change? <laughs> <laughs>